Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Greetings, Grapple fans, and welcome to episode 125 of the Pro Wrestling Experience here on the Viking Index podcast channel. Uh, it's who, who's it? Who are we? Uh, Hansel and Gretel this week? Who knows, uh, guy? <laughs> Dave and Steve. Ham, what yeah, what? Yeah. What's in a name? What? What difference does a name make? Um, I, what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> what are they called though? Is this still the Viking Raiders? Ivar <laughs> Eric the Viking. Oh. oh my word. Yeah, so we're here with for all things WWE to talk about. And um it's been a few weeks since we've done a show, guys, isn't it? So we thought we'd best uh, chuck something together. And when we say chuck something together, we are being brutally honest here. We really are chucking this together. We're, we're going on the fly. We're going to look at the superstar shakeup that continues to keep shaking away and uh, talk about that and TV. And uh, we're a couple of weeks off Money of the Bank, so we'll see what's what, guy, yeah? Yeah, talk about the weird mess that has been post-WrestleMania. <laughs> That's pretty much the sums of it. And, oh, what, and... what a great place to start, then. Oh, yes. what, what about the Raw and SmackDown immediately after WrestleMania? The much-famed, the much-fabled Raw and SmackDown, where the... The atmosphere is incredible. Anything can happen. Surprises. It's the greatest night of the year. Blah, blah, blah. I thought it was shit. I can't remember anything that happened on it, Andy. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the, that's just the, that's the difficult thing. It um, was, it was, it was like the hangover, it, you know, like the big come down. It was the mm. hangover of WrestleMania. You know, that they say that normally it's, You've had all them things in the past where you money in the bank. You've had, uh, yeah, with um, what's his face, Dolph Ziggler cashing in and people making debuts from like returns, like so Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, even if you want to go really scrape the barrel. And, <laughs> and, and NXT call ups, remember Paige coming up and, and winning the, the women's championship. Or, you know, it was one of them kind of special nights and you've got all the all the Europeans that are hanging around after mania really making it like a football atmosphere it was it just lacked anything this year it was awful it, it got to be one of the first times ever 
that WrestleMania was better than the Raw and SmackDown that came after it. Well, that's maybe the point. Maybe you have to have a shit WrestleMania to have a good post-TV. That, that might be the way it's because uh, this was probably the first WrestleMania in a good while that was actually mostly good. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's the trade-off, and I think that's probably fair. But, no, I, I mean... I think I just clicked what actually happened. I think this was the one where Drew McIntyre randomly went on SmackDown and Brawl went randomly on SmackDown, and nothing's happened since then. <laughs> no continuity at all. It, it just seems. It, I, I can't. I can't remember what happened in there. I, I, other than that, it's just. It's just a shame, really. And we, you mentioned NXT call ups and stuff. Who we actually had from NXT? Um, Kyrie Sane, is that it? <laughs> we got Kyrie Sane, yeah. Oh, we got um, we we did get the uh, what did they call them that night? This is oh, oh, Viking. Oh, the Viking experience. Yes, yes that was it. Yes, that's how, bad, that's <laughs> how badly the their call up's been done. <laughs> <laughs> the Viking experience later to become known as the Viking Raiders. Also previously mm. known as the War Raiders, previously known as War Machine. It got mm. it, it, at least it's not still the Viking experience. <laughs> that, well, I mean, it, let, here's the thing, right? What drugs were they on when they decided to change the name and come up with that one? Um, all of them, all of the <laughs> drugs. I mean. Vince must have been off it on that one. I mean, at least, well, they've snuck it in there again, making the finisher called the Viking Experience. <laughs> oh, it, it's yeah. Just, it's just a painful reminder that they were called that for a week. Um, I, I mean, I don't get why they don't want war in the name. Well, do you think maybe it was something like they, they were about to bring them out and then there's... Um... There's like the corporate guys there going, oh, hang on, we um, we we can't call them this. You you can't call them that. Um, yeah, you can't have war in the titles. Like, hello, isn't this the show that used to be like the second hour was called Raw is War? The show was called Raw is War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, didn't it used to be on the uh, logo for Raw War? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the second hour. Yeah, yeah. it's it's um. It's astonishingly stupid, isn't it? It's mad, isn't it? Like, because Raiders isn't exactly <laughs> Raiders isn't exactly PG. It's not exactly made for under five year olds. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's, it's my stupid. thing. Yeah, well, it's um, it is my thing. I mean, I, I know that. Look, there probably was some kind of things that you know. Oh, you can't do that. Then, then surely, look. The fact is. And maybe this is a whole part of the problem with with Vince, is that this is a wrestling show. People who watch this are wrestling fans because it's a wrestling show, and I'm sure Vince doesn't see it as a wrestling show and doesn't see himself as a wrestling promoter. Sees himself as this global entertainment package, blah de blah de blah. But anyone who isn't a wrestling fan goes, "No, that's wrestling. It's stupid. I'm not watching it." So wrestling fans are, yeah, it's wrestling. I watch wrestling because I like wrestling. So why why just why try and fight it? Why deny what it is? It is what it is. It's a wrestling show. I very much doubt the world is going to care that much that they are called the War Raiders. And if it really matters that much, why not just call them the Raiders? 
Yeah, that that's that's the thing, really. I mean, I mean, if they if they came out and they were called the Viking Raiders the first time, I'm sure it would it wouldn't have got the backlash it got. I mean, the Raiders, fine, that would have been fine as well. But it's just the fact that they debuted as the Viking Experience to go from that to that. It, it just it just kind of started off their main roster career as a joke. Yeah. And that's the problem there. It, it they'll fix it because they're they're too good to fail. I mean, even even in the crappy little matches they've had so far, you you just see how unique they are, and I, I think they're unique enough to not fail. Like sanity, <laughs> touch wood. Um, I I think I think there's enough there to work with. I think Vince will like them because I mean they're just mad as fuck. <laughs> really, they can do a bit of everything and. It's just a shame. I mean, this this will probably lead on to another problem across SmackDown as well. But it's kind of a shame that the Raw tag team division is now overflowing with tag teams, and well, the tag team champions are Ryder and Hawkins for some reason. But um, and now you look at SmackDown, Hardys are injured. There's no one else there, so you could have probably had them in SmackDown, and it would have been a better fit. Because there's no one else there. Um, well, that's the thing, yeah. Who mm. who is on SmackDown? What tag teams B-team. are actually left on SmackDown? B team. Don't don't you dare go there. Don't you rah, dare. Rah, rah. <laughs> uh, um, like seriously, because on Raw, heavy obviously, machinery. Oh uh, no, no, no! Because they were a joke. They were yeah. brought as a joke. Uh, and made to made that into a comedy segment. So that's it now. They're just they're a comedy segment. B team comedy. So on on Raw Rusev. we've got sorry, <laughs> I'm still thinking <laughs> Rusev yeah. Nakamura, oh, uh, which is again another version of the odd couple, which is I think yeah. is about the hundred and twenty second. I think there's been more versions of the odd couple on WWE tag team divisions than we've had episodes of this show. Yeah, <laughs> but. On Raw, you've got the Usos, you've got the Revival. We, you've uh, oh, we we've also got um, Gallows and Anderson. Mm. Um, they appeared on TV yeah, yeah. R- randomly, uh, and yeah, you've got Hawkins and Ryder there. So, who who's left? This is the thing because Sheamus and Cesaro the bar. Sheamus mm. is injured, and we don't know what what's going to happen with him going forward. Um, Alistair Black and Ricochet. Of they've split them two, um. So, yeah. So, so what's it? It is a good thing, but you know you got used to seeing them. So Mm. what? What have we got left? Because there's no sanity. Because I know we weren't seeing them on TV anyway, but now they've gone all different places. So Mm. what? What have we got left? I'm I'm scratching my head trying to trying to think who are tag teams on SmackDown then. Um. Ones that would actually be good. No, none of them. <laughs> um, I, I imagine they're going to have to look for a quick fix and put a, a botch together. I mean, Sanity, Killian Dane's still on SmackDown. I think Luke Harper's still on SmackDown. There's a tag team there with people who don't want to be there. You could put them in. That'd work. I'm not sure how far AOP are away from being healthy, but you'd think they'd go to SmackDown. But God, who knows when they're fit? Yeah. Um, oh God, 
do, 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 do. Is it just me then? Or does it almost feel like this is all thrown together at the very last minute? You know, what we basically what we're doing with this show is imitating yeah. WWE by it's saying, fixing, what we're going to do, <laughs> oh, sod it, we'll go on the fly. <laughs> let's write TV as we do it. I mean, it's only live and stuff. Um, let's just move people around and see what happens. Yeah, we'll put everyone on Raw. That sounds like a good idea. What about SmackDown? What, what, the what now? What show's that? Oh, that's SmackDown, mm. Vince. It's um, it's the other TV show you've got. You <laughs> sometimes appear on it. Do you remember Kevin, Kevin Owens headbutted you on there and Roman Reigns punched you on there? probably why i can't remember yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> something like that hey yeah we'll just put some guys there i mean it's just a real shame isn't it because we went from having the usos the bar and new day oh new day yes okay yeah. we could but have they, new day not, once biggie's really, fit i don't think they count do they really they weren't in it anyway they're in the main event till kofi loses the title whenever that is i don't think you can count them as a tag team really Mm. Um and uh, I think Biggie's out for a while at least. So, yeah, meniscus. Yeah, uh, so that, that I've I've got I've suffered a torn meniscus. Yeah, um, I'm sure he'll have better treatment than I did. So yeah, so, I wouldn't have thought he'd be out for too long, though. Hmm. But I mean, even if you just look at the storyline they're trying to do with with Kevin Owens, it, it just doesn't scream they'd have them as tag team champions. Maybe the, it'll force the hand put in that. Putting them together as that, but um, yeah, it doesn't really. I don't know. It, it, I think they're going to have to move someone from Raw or NXT. I'm not sure what there is um, below the. Well, the NXT champions are on Raw, so maybe you can have Undisputed Era do double duty. I'm, I'm not sure what else. Oni and Larkin, I'm not sure if they're both fit, but that would probably make sense. Um. Yeah. And then you've got, but one of them's on NXT UK. That's the thing. Is he? Oh, is it, <clears> and that's what they've done with the. Well, well, yeah, the, this the thing. What they've done with um, oh, Tony Larkin, but what yeah. they've done with um, with Sanity, you know, there's Alexander Wolf apparently gone to NXT UK. Yeah, yeah. You've got Eric Young gone over as singles, and I think, well, mm. you know what? There was a perfect opportunity, you know, to get I mean, back could, behind them. You could put. I mean. As nobody had noticed, you could put Eric Young back on SmackDown and just reform Sanity in yeah. a way with, with just Kelly and Dan, I suppose. That would probably make... Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying you're going to change the Superstar shakeup after you've already, you know, in, implemented changes? I mean... That'll really shock the universe. <laughs> that n- Nobody, they just don't do that. I mean, once they've done that Superstar shakeup show, that's it then. You know, that's it set in stone. I mean, it's not like they can change it again the following week. Unless Isn't Fox it? wants it. If Fox wants something. <laughs> or Charlotte, or Charlotte wants, wants something. something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're a married couple. <laughs> if you're a married couple, they don't matter. Just get changed. It's all right. <laughs> but unless you're Buddy Murphy and Alexa Bliss, obviously. <laughs> Speaking of which, where is Buddy Murphy? I was looking forward to him. And now he's um, not there. No idea. They haven't That's, done that yet, have they? No. They announced him, and I thought, why wouldn't you? Like debut him in Money in the Bank. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rather than having Randy Orton in there, who is a hundred and five years old and not really had a much. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're not doing the we're not doing the Money in the Bank preview, but a lot of, obviously a lot of our um our putting it on on the spot podcasting here, Andy, will be about Money in the Bank. But 
What what do you think of the bill? Because I think the rumours are the the really trying to push this as something big. Because well, viewership is getting absolutely destroyed. But well, money in the bank. I wonder, looks and I wonder so why. Well, yeah, I mean the TV TV's always been shite, but now it's got a competition really. But I mean, money in the bank is looking quite good on paper at least. It yeah, is. Maybe, I'm looking maybe forward not, to it. Maybe not the ma- maybe not the money in the women's <clears throat> money in the bank match. <laughs> Well, here's my thing, right? With with the money in the bank, uh, and this is this is a just an absolute basic thing for how many years before before the uh, the money in the bank matches, you've had uh, qualifying matches in order to get into it. So it it just gives some kind. Of, at least you've got a match with some meaning behind it. And if you wanted to, you can always build a feud or something from it. You know. It gives you an opportunity mm. to create something new and at least give your TV a bit of meaning. Uh, so they've had that opportunity this week on Raw and SmackDown to just put together four matches uh, and that at least you get some kind of meaning from the matches. Instead, they've just announced four from each brand, like randomly mm. just announced they're going to be on that show. And it's and then we, and instead of having matches with some meaning, we just have a meaningless tag team match between the four participants, which is just it's just so lazy. Everything they yeah. do is if someone interrupts somebody else, we have a tag team match. And and it's almost like tag team wrestling is just a way of getting out of putting on a singles match. And mm. it's just just so lazy. And it's and it's a real it, it it's lazy, it's poor booking, and it's it, it just it just screams what WW, uh, WWE have been doing for so long that rather than planning, we're just going to throw it. This is what we're doing. We're just chucking it out there. As all, every, the only thing that really matters is uh, is trying to get them trying to get them subscriptions to the network. So we'll put together something that looks a card that looks really interesting. Our TV, as long as we're getting our advertising money and we've got our contracts. We'll just keep doing it. We we put it out there, and it is what it is. Who cares how good it is or how bad it is? And and it just it, it the whole product just feels like it's almost like it's an afterthought at times. And it's it's such a shame. And we've said this so many times that they've got such a talented depth of roster, but they they use them so poorly. The storylines are so bad, and. And this is the thing is, you know, you're looking at that that money in the bank ladder match. Okay, the eight participants, some of them, <clears throat> perfect. You know it's going to be a really good match because of the sum of people involved. But some of the people involved in it as well, you just think, oh, really? You know what I mean? Like Baron Corbin, Randy Orton in a, in a money in the bank match. I just, I, I, not for me, but, you know, with, with Ricochet, with Andrade, with Finn Balor, you know it, it's going to be mad and it is going to be good. And I will look forward to watching it, but I just think they really miss something there, guy. You know, an opportunity just to just to stick together four matches on each. You know, mm. uh, do it over a couple of weeks. Two matches this week, two matches next week for men's and women's. So you've got qualifying matches. So at least you've got to beat someone to get there. I mean, on the women's side of it, yeah, I suppose you have to ask, do they actually have enough yeah. <laughs> people you know physically able to to do that but surely the most and and there's ways and means of, of getting to it i think that's better than what they've done you know literally just throwing it out there here they are yeah i think i think smackdown did it a bit better than raw which isn't saying much because you had 
I mean, we. I think me and Alex were speculating the other night um, about what who could who could be in the Money in the Bank. I mean, we talked about Cesaro on Raw, which well, I mean, he's he's done mad mad shit in these matches previously. On SmackDown, we were kind of hoping Buddy Murphy would be in there. We were kind of well, we were struggling to find the last one. I think we forgot Randy Orton existed. I'm sure most people have at this stage. Um, we were maybe saying that it probably it might be a good way to announce Lars Sullivan in the match. It might have been a good way to announce Killian Dane in the match if they want to push him as a singles competitor. But God knows what they're doing there. Um, but no, you just kind of look at... Well, I thought Andrade v Finn would have been an Intercontinental Championship match, but if they're, if they're going to be in the... The ladder match, fair enough, that makes sense. There is a storyline there. And as you, as you mentioned, there's not really a storyline on, on Raw other than Baron Corbin annoying everyone. But on SmackDown, you could see a feud between Ali and Randy Orton because that would be a good stepping stone for Ali. I mean, I, I'd imagine he'd win that one, but I think it'd be a good feud there. So I think SmackDown, they've at least thought of the aftermath, I suppose, because Finn, Finn V. Adrade looks like a natural feud after Money in the Bank. And Ali v Randy could become a feud after Money in the Bank. Whereas on Raw, you've I can't, who the, who the Ricochet and uh, f- who's the other face? Who's the other face on Raw in the match? Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Strowman. We uh, we Strowman. can have another monster in the bank. Oh, I hope not. Jesus Christ! Oh, what have they done? It, it's just such for me. See. A, a guy like a guy like Braun, it, it's it's a total misuse of that that gimmick, that whole money in the bank gimmick, because yeah. his his character is is a monster. So why does he need that? He should be able to just get a title match, or at least get you know earn one. For me, mm. the the money in the bank, the whole gimmick is is ideally for a, for a for a heel, isn't it? And it's and but. The thing for me, for me, really, is it's a launching pad. It's it's the way to get someone in there, and 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 obviously you can use it with others that established as a as a different way. But you just think of the best ways it's been used over the years, like Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, uh, Edge with the first ever one cashing in. Mm-hmm. You know, so many times it's been a heel using it, and and it's that he you know the heel advantage chasing down a a babyface champion and used properly it's a great gimmick and you can have a great match but yeah throwing people i mean like baron corbin for me is is a channel changer i I just Mm. the fans hate him and it's you know vince if if vince thinks oh listen he's getting heat look at listen to them booze yeah it's not good heat though people are booing because they he bores the crap out of them (laughs) they just don't want to see him they don't want to hear him and they don't want to see him in the in the ring because he's boring. He he yeah. adds, he doesn't add anything. He doesn't bring anything. And and again, you know, he comes on, he kills segments. You know, and Randy Orton was a legend killer. <laughs> Baron Corbin can be the ratings killer. There, there's a nickname for you, Vince. <laughs> I quite like that. Uh, you are right. He is a he is a um, a, a channel switcher. I mean. I'd probably lump in Bobby Lashley in that. I mean, I'm sure we're going to... Now I've brought him up, we'll have to segue on to Shane at some point. But yeah, Baron Corbin, it terrifies the life out of me that I think he probably... He could win the Money in the Bank match. It, that Like, I'm looking at Finn. No chance he's winning. 
But Baron Corbin, I'm looking at, he could win. He, he could win just to ruin it. And you can see there's a feud there. With, you could see there'd be a feud there with Seth Rollins. And that terrifies the life out of me. Because if he... I'd rather bring Brock back and not show up than have him as champion. <laughs> you top and tail each show with Baron Corbin as the champion coming out first promo. Well, they're doing it anyway, and then, he, then he's in the main event. You're right. He's boring. He's not. He's he's an all right speaker, but he's robotic in in that sense. Like you can tell it's scripted, and it's just boring. And his matches, he has two good moves. Well, three good moves, and he, I think he fucked one up on the on TV the other week where he hit he hit the ropes when he was trying to go underneath it. It's um, it it is a worry. It is a real worry because I mean, you look at all the talent on Raw. How is Baron Corbin in such a prominent position, really? How is Braun Strowman in a prominent position at the minute? Because he has been, well, from probably no fault of his own, since the whole Brock Lesnar burying him and shit like that, he's just been non-existent, boring crap. And the Saturday Night Live feud at WrestleMania, that just was one of the last nails in the coffin for me. I think... He really, he really needs a rethink as a, as a character, and I think today we made the point on on um, in our WhatsApp group as well about Ricochet. He lost to Robert Roode last week. Oh yeah, Bobby Roode, who's now Robert Roode, and Go there's on. a porno touch. Whoa, we're not criticizing this here, Andy. I won't allow it. <laughs> no, no, it's just yes. It was a change of character, but then again, it's like yeah, he became he's he's finally become a heel. But there's another tag team that they've split up. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and what are they going to get from it? Because what does, you know, Chad Gable on his own is going to struggle to make an impact at the well, moment. He Well, Shelton Benjamin's still about. <laughs> Put them back together. Well, uh, you know I mean? This is a thing. It's just kind of splitting tag teams just for the sake of it and, and without any kind of plan. And this is the thing. Everything just seems to lack any planning. But there was a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Ricochet had lost to Robert Roode, yet Ricochet goes straight in the money in the bank. So why, if you'd have had qualifying matches, you could have had a rematch between them two that Ricochet wins. Yeah, no, that makes and, sense. You yeah. know what I mean? <clears throat> and at least, and in the background, you wouldn't expect Ricochet to actually win money in the bank. In the background, you can have something where you're formulating a feud between these two, and Robert Roode actually costs Ricochet, even at money in the bank. He comes out and costs him that money in the bank. And mm. you've they you know that's and that's something yeah yeah you know and this this is it these are the opportunities you get from actually putting together some kind of a meaningful match and then you can segue off and take them in directions and <clears throat> for both of those guys at least it would be something interesting and, and something noticeable that they can do over TV and because because Rude is really good as a heel we've seen that he, he's skilled as a heel it doesn't suit him being a babyface. Ricochet is a natural baby face. These two, I think they could have had a, a really good TV feud done properly. But And then you look at the others, and I think on the raw side of it, for me, if it's not Drew McIntyre with the briefcase, then it's wasted if it goes to anyone else on raw. Because I, I, mm. I say that as in because I don't think it will go to Ricochet. It would be wasted on Braun, it would be wasted on Corbin. So on the you look at the SmackDown side, Randy Orton, you, why would you put it on him? Yeah. Andrade is the obvious one for me yeah. as a heel. 
<clears throat> ready to break, really ready to smash the ceiling and break through because he's shown that he's really, really capable of doing it. And Zelina Vega alongside him, it works really well. It's, it's a really good dynamic. His English is improving as well. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure he's getting uh, tutored. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we won't go any further than that. Um, and the uh, like Ali, he's not going to win it. I think he's still a step away, isn't he? Yeah. He needs a bit and, more momentum push before that. Yeah, and as much as we'd like to see Finn get it, He's not going to get it. I mean, let's just be honest, he isn't, is he? He's got the Intercontinental title, and I don't think they're going to give him the briefcase. It would be good, you know, if Kevin Owens, you know, ends up coming out of a feud with uh, Kofi with the belt, then at least mm. we we get something and we can go back to that brief feud that they had on NXT. And they put to, together a few excellent matches. So... The, you know what I mean? The, there's, the, there are very few. When you look at it, you think, yeah, you know, what, who's going to actually do something? Who's going to make? Who's going to benefit from the briefcase? And and how is the show going to benefit from that person having it? And for me, really, there's only two or three, uh, and that's a, that is a shame, isn't it? When you look at some of the Money in the Bank matches before, and and you, even when you look around, guys, some of the people who you think you could give them the briefcase and imagine what it could do to their uh, character, likes of Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe would be perfect, but I think he's found a lovely spot in terms of choking out Ray's child at, at Money in the Bank. <laughs> um, that the dream's still there, Andy. We we didn't get it at WrestleMania, but <laughs> you think you're going to get it? Oh, if we don't, I'll cry. I'll physically cry. Um, it it's happening. It it's definitely happening, uh, but no, I think I think Joe's p- current role's perfect as long as he doesn't lose to Ray, because that'll piss me off. But um, yeah, I mean, it would have been great a couple of years ago. Joe's Money in the Bank winner, it it would be terrifying. Um, but I quite well, Dominic's getting choked out. That'll just appease me anyway. Uh, but yeah, you look, Sammy's came back. He could have been in this match. I mentioned the ones on SmackDown. It's probably Slim Pickens, but Buddy Murphy could have been a stepping, uh, um, a stepping stone for him. Lars Sullivan, we obviously one of his best matches in NXT was that ladder match, so he could have had a um, a good way to announce himself. Can I say his only good match? No, because he's funny. Or maybe uh, he's had two good matches. I don't know. I didn't. I don't watch NXT. I, I'm not bought into Lars Sullivan. I quite like him. Well, time will tell, because monsters either go one way or the other. Um, so within a year, he'll be a comedy character, let's be honest. Um, yeah, it's just... Um, Killian Dane, that would have been quite interesting. Um, but yeah, on Raw, I mean, there's so much talent there. I'm forget- Alistair Black, Jesus, how am I forgetting about Alistair Black? Um, on SmackDown, who seems to have... Going off his vignettes... Seemingly becoming a heel, I'm not sure. Um, time will tell with that. Bring Bray Wyatt back for the best, the best. More if you're listening, the best gimmick ever. Um, no, that my thing with this is I like this Firefly Funhouse thing. I think they've done it well, but it's almost like they just have to keep this going because once he actually comes back. It'll kill the gimmick within about three or four weeks because I think we'll just realise 
it's just the same Bray Wyatt, except in a slightly different costume. He's fighting in a jumper, and it's going to be amazing. Andy, I won't have this. He's going to be my champion again, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it with more every day. Um, but no, I can't wait for Bray Wyatt to show that if this works, it's going to be the best thing ever. It's a psychotic art attack presenter. It'll do me. <laughs> Uh, but I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but we'll have to wait till he actually, if they can get it on from vignettes to on screen. Um, but who else have we got on Raw that's being misused apart from everyone? Um, everyone. Yeah, I should really get the roster. Yeah. Uh, what what it is one for you then? Roman Reigns. Now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. He he had his battle with leukemia. You know, everyone was behind him. He came back to a tremendous reception. People love seeing him back. And somehow, somehow, they seem to have managed to very quickly get people into back into that position before where they were like about a year ago where they're not asked about Roman Reigns, you know, and, and I think it's only a matter of weeks be- away from it becoming booze again, because for me, it feels like they're just presenting the same and Ro- the same Roman Reigns as we got before the whole Braun thing from probably about mm. a year ago. Yeah. How, how do you manage to, <laughs> how do you just how do you manage to do that? How do you manage to like just slip back into something where you get people to dislike a guy who's just battled leukemia and had everyone loving him? It's because since he's been back, apart from the build up to the Drew match, his matches have been shit. They've been Hulk they've been peak John Cena, Hulk Hogan, babyface shite where half of it is basically him getting in a headlock, go to an advert, still in the headlock, and then four, well, two moves of doom, game over. It, it's it, He's so much better than 
than the presentation they're giving it. Because Roman Reigns has shown in many, many feuds. I mean, I, I probably think back to the AJ Styles feud, which was years ago. But that's when he answered quite a lot of questions for me because I thought he was just going to be one of these limited gimps who do five moves of doom, but he's he's quite limited. But when I, when I saw him in the ring with good people, he he was he was actually really good, but they've kind of reset the whole thing, and he's gone back to being a limited gimp, and I don't like it. And no. if he's if he's the one to carry SmackDown, because let's be, we all love the Kofi Kingston stuff, but long term we know Roman Reigns is going to usurp that top spot. Because I'm smelling a feud with Shane McMahon at um, SummerSlam time. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if Roman Reigns is going to be the main guy on um, on SmackDown, I mean that that's a worry if they're going to force go back to forcing this down our throat in in just uber 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 babyface where he gets battered for te- nine minutes of a ten minute match and then wins in thirty seconds. It's, I it, I don't know how I don't know how you can screw it up that much, but um. They're doing it. Yeah, they're doing it. Um, and that's quite a worry for SmackDown because, I mean, Kofi and KO is brilliant at the minute. But beyond that, if you're really going to force um, Roman back into the title picture is and, and feuds are going to be like this all the time, I don't like it. And it's making me not interested in Elias, and I didn't think that was possible. Well, here's the thing, I think, as well, is I think it's almost like... <clears throat> Like Roman suffered, didn't he, from the whole the crowd were really behind Daniel Bryan and that was who they were really behind. And and Roman Reigns, I think they the crowd were already um rejecting him anyway because they felt too forced down their throats. But then to have him pushed in front of Daniel Bryan really tipped it over the edge. Yeah. And I kinda get something similar here with Kofi where the crowd have got suddenly got quickly behind Kofi. WWE decided to pull the trigger. It's going really well. But I think the crowd will sense at some point soon as there'll, there'll be that feeling that Kofi's going to get pushed to the side because Roman is the guy that Vince really wants at the top. He's the babyface champion that he really wants on that show. Um, it's not, and and it's just not going to end well for Roman. And it's, it's mad, isn't it? It's mm. mad how this guy you finally become popular by being more real and being himself suddenly is going to get unpopular again by being that baby face, ultra like uber baby face shoved down everyone's throats again. And it's like, it, they just, it, it's, it's John Cena for 10 years all over again. It's, they just don't learn. Yeah. And the thing is that, Roman Reigns, even before the leukemia stuff, people were kind of swaying towards him. Obviously, the leukemia stuff. I'm not even not going to say it helped curry favor with the crowd and stuff, but he, he was kind of. That right, it made him more relatable, didn't it? That's it the did, thing. It, it a did. vulnerable human being who opened up and did something inspiring. Mm. But but you're right. Before that, it was the it was his promos based around, you know, that you deserve a champion. Who's going to be? Who's going to show up every week? Who's going to be on TV? Who's going to give everything? Who's going to go to the house shows? Not one who turns up once every couple of months if he feels like it. And, and people got behind that. And and Roman Reigns, like you say, was having some really good matches. He was leaving it in the ring, and people respected him. 
I think as much as anything is they respected what he was giving and, and could actually relate to what he was t- he was saying to them in terms of chasing down um, uh, Lesnar. But, <clears throat> you know, yeah, resetting, like you said, and going back to the character of like a, around about a year or so ago, it, it's, it's, it's not a good move and it's not going to end well. Yeah, especially with, with SmackDown, which... Um... Well, you've got Kofi, who's magic in a bottle. See how long it goes for, but he's currently probably the most popular face in the company. Um, Kevin Owens, who is probably the best heel in the company, but people really like. Um, who else we got? Andrade is a, a, an emerging talent. Randy Orton, there's probably a few there, which will be... Yeah. Um <sighs> God, there's only there's only so many people he can step above without it biting them in the ass. Because, I mean, if he goes in a feud with Kofi Kingston at the minute, he's gonna get booed to shit. So, in if they really want to bridge the gap for Roman to eventually become WWE champion, which I probably it probably will be natural, but I think they'll probably wait till WrestleMania season, if I'm honest. But they're gonna have to take the belt off Kofi, and, and people are getting the fans are getting smarter this time, so. They know as soon as Kofi loses the belt and Roman goes into the the title picture, that that heel's just going to be dropping the belt to Roman, really. Um, and I really hope that isn't Kevin Owens' position um, in Money in the Bank. Um, but yeah, it, it, you just can't. I think you mentioned at the start, you can just see it's coming. And yeah, you you can't just worry for the for the rest of the top guys on SmackDown because I think we'll get Shane V. Roman at SummerSlam, but beyond that, you can kind of worry where it's going to go, really. But, um, yeah. I'm not... I just... I, I think, for me, it just stems from the WrestleMania match. I don't know it was Roman's first match back, um, after leukemia and stuff, but him v Drew was such a letdown, and ever since then he's not really done anything. All he's done is punched Vince McMahon. And that's just old cliche shite. Or you beat the B team. I tried to erase that from my memory. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah. him, him beating Elias is just going to annoy me. <laughs> I want Elias to win a match in my lifetime. Um, he should be in the money in the bank as well because he'd be perfect for it. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just Roman's a weird one because I think, I think people appreciate him. It's not, I don't think it's a Cena situation because he, he really was forced down our throats, but I think the the, the worrying reset has kind of happened, but time will tell because he's not really yeah. done much on SmackDown yet. But I just I just mean in the Cena thing, it's a whole presentation. Yeah. Failing to, <clears throat> for me, failing to understand that, and, yeah. and accept what the fans, how the fans are feeling and what they, how they perceive him and what they're seeing on their, on the TV and how they feel about that. So I I think you know we'll we'll bring things to a close for this one, but it's it just kind of it it really does sum up TV on both of them. In that it's just a mess, isn't it? This is a thing. It just feels like a last minute thrown together mess without an actual plan of going forward, other than one or two people. Yeah, yeah, it's. A- a strange one. It's a strange. There's so many question marks. I mean, we've not. I, 
it's weird. It's only been a few few weeks of TV um, since WrestleMania, but it, there's so many holes and so many question marks at the, at the minute. And I'm just sat here waiting for Bray Wyatt to turn up. <laughs> yeah, it, that's it. It's only a few weeks from, you know, we're a few few weeks on, say a month on from WrestleMania. And it does feel a mess. Everything just feels like a bit of a mess, really. You know, they've made a, a joke and lost, totally lost the way with the women's tag team titles. You've got the SmackDown tag team division is, is non-existent. The Raw tag team division the champions are a, a joke team and we've got a few good teams behind the best things are the intercontinental and u.s title belts at least you you can get behind oh, yes. something on that yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got seth rollins against aj styles looking forward to that that's at least that's been built well but other than that oh coffee obviously there's the feel good with coffee and the ko turn and and whatnot um, it's going to be good. I'm going to enjoy it, but you kind of, it's again, it's that feeling on, on SmackDown that that isn't necessarily the main event. You know, you don't feel as though that's what's been presented to you as the biggest deal of that show, that Shane and, and Roman is the biggest deal on that show. Not the two guys fighting over, you know, the, the title with over 50 years of lineage, but there's there are some good bits, but unfortunately, there's too many bad bits, and it just like we say, it just feels like um, uh, for me, it just feels like the whole thing is thrown together at the last minute, and there's no clear path forward. You know, there's no plan of what we're going to do over the next two to three months, and you know, and main, a lot of main storylines rolled out how we want to, where we want to go. This is what we want to do. And, and, you know, obviously occasionally moving things a little bit here and there where you need to on the way to get there. But it, it just, it you know, it NXT looks, it seems planned, doesn't it? Laid out, you know, where it's going and it's got a definitive plan and a route and you're going to get to it. The main roster just feels, just <laughs> fly. You know, we're going to throw stuff at a wall every week and we're going to see what sticks. Yeah. And that that's a real worry because I think if they're just waiting for, I'm not sure when the Fox deal comes into effect, but if they're just waiting for that, especially on the SmackDown side, because SmackDown's been the better TV show for for ages, really. Um, you need to have some sort of you need to have some sort of story and some cohesive just pattern because you can't just bounce around to to pay-per-views because pay-per-views normally are shit <laughs> we we know this we've suffered through many previews and, re- and reviews um and yeah pay-per-views can't you can't rely on pay-per-views being consistently good because the t the tv needs to carry some of the weight and i mean you mentioned some of the good i mean ray v joe's got real potential to be brilliant television andrade v finn had potential to be really good television i think there's still potential in that drew well, as long as he's not with Corbin, but I think he's still handcuffed to him. Um, is normally good television. Kevin Owens v. Kofi is probably the best thing in recent weeks, for obvious reasons. Because well, KO's brilliant and Kofi's quite good. Um, and he's he's going through a nice character um development. But you just if if you asked me to think of one one theme since post WrestleMania, it's just boredom. 
you've had, there's been too much shite like Corbin in prominent position. I'm sure he main, he's main evented a couple of the roles. And why? We've had, we've had Miz v Bobby Lashley. What? Why? That's shit. We've not had Buddy Murphy on SmackDown. That would have been quite fresh and interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, t- TV and the state of WWE at the minute, it, it's just very, it's just in a state of meh, which has probably been too, it, that's happened quite a lot since we've done this podcast together, Andy. And that's probably um, a worry. But overall, I'm quite looking forward to Money in the Bank, but I think it's fair to say we're suffering on the way to Money in the Bank. Yeah, I think it's very fair to say we're suffering. If you're watching rough TV on a weekly basis, you're definitely suffering. Anyway, that'll do for this uh, for this edition of the Pro Wrestling Index. Oh, sorry, the Pro Wrestling Experience. Or, or are we the Pro Wrestling Raiders? I thought I'm losing we were the War Index. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the Pro Wrestling Machine. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that'll do for this episode. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. We'll We'll do the full preview for Money in the Bank. But for now, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading uh, the the uh, the show. As always, we really do appreciate you. At PW underscore index is our Twitter handle if you ever want to get in contact with us. But for now, from me and Guy, until next time, it's bye-bye now. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.